Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to the Chris Kamen episode of Hackachat, the NBA's first podcast with an NHL, uh, an MILB, and an AFL host. Those are all me. It's me. I'm Chuck P. And with me, as always, is uh, Captain Marvel herself, Carol Danvers. Get it, Dan? Dan, what are we going to do? Oh, we're here to talk some hoops and tell you what happened to Latrell Sprewell. Behind the MacBook, we have your best friend and mine. It's Dover. It's nice to be here. We're glad you showed up. We're glad we could do this. Back at it again. Wow. Like a real we episode. Back. We said we were back. and We did. This, back, this proves back it. Back a chat? What did we decide? Hack a back? Back yeah. a chat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, two well, years just, away from being two years away. Exactly. Was the yeah. other name of it. Or was, uh, I think yeah. it was the other Steve Francis. <laughs> that was what I was really hoping we were going to land on. It was but close. It was, it was close. just you and I. It made sense. So yeah, yeah. getting the second episode back is the important one, right? So I don't know if you if if we have any big music geeks out there. Um, If you set a tempo, the first beat doesn't set the tempo. It's actually the second beat that's the thing that sets the tempo. It's like yeah, you're going at 160, but you don't actually know what that tempo looks like until you hear the second thing to compare it to. So now we've actually set the tempo. We're actually back. We're actually doing it, putting the money where our mouth is. That's right. Here we and are. Hey, if anybody wants to put the money where our mouths are, uh-huh. we're open for business. Yeah. Just uh, send an email to hackachatcast at gmail.com and we will sponsor anything you ever want us to say forever. You name it. We will say it. This this is true. We'll do any sort of shout outs, regardless <laughs> of content, regardless of, uh, uh, I mean, any legalities, because we don't know any. Uh, no, not a lawyer. Nope. On purpose. On, on purpose. Chose not to be. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Uh, Dover and I just got back from a long week of uh, taking care of some youths. Uh, many youths. So many youths. A uh, uh, quick shout out to a couple of those youths. Um, we, we were at Lakeside, Ohio, which was awesome. We had a camp up there, and I met this kid named Cooper, who is my son, I think. Um, oh, congratulations. Yeah. I mean, he's 12. Or no, he's fourteen, and I'm 12. and I'm twenty six. So I would have had to have been twelve to have him. Uh, and he has very thick, dark hair, and and real skinny, and doesn't look a thing like me. But um, he loves basketball almost as much as us. That's exciting. Which is amazing. I mean, honestly, maybe as much as us. He's actually played. I've never actually played. Dan, you've played. That's great. You yeah, played a long time in, ago. like in college. Like so. a long time ago. That was yeah. like fifteen. That was fifteen years ago. Don't tell anybody about it. <laughs> That doesn't seem right. 15 years. Oh, my goodness. Well, anyways, if we're off the tracks, if we're off the rails, it's because uh, Dover and I have have been sleep deprived um, because we have kids eating mayflies at one in the morning and we have to be awake to tell them not to do that for some reason. Well, not only that, but you were up until all hours of the night Mm -hmm. with the NBA free agency that was going on Sunday afternoon. Well, the perfect thing is, okay. We have to have a real discussion about this. Thank you, NBA. Thank you, yeah. Adam Silver. There's Thank a reason. You. There's a reason that you're the background of my my computer screen. Adam Silver. He's like, I hear. I'm listening to the people. You know what sucks? Having to find out all this news at midnight. What if you heard it at six p.m.? Oh, yeah. Yes. And what if we know just had a awesome television show to broadcast all the fun stuff that was happening, so that you could be up to date on all the most exciting things that happen in the summer mm. right at your fingertips right away. And you get all the news immediately instead of having to wake, wake up Monday morning and be like, Oh, 
here's what happened. Okay. Right. So it's really cool. Really cool how they did that. I was so, it was so nice. Dover and I went to a concert Sunday night. And so beforehand we got to go to dinner and all we did was just sit and watch NBA TV and just watch the ticker come in. And I'm sitting there refreshing uh, Woj uh, on Twitter, just finding out everything that's going to happen. So I'm, I'm very excited that we found out the way that we did, but we have so much new information. So many people have moved. There were 12 contracts worth over $100 million. We should talk about them. We should. All right, Dover, hit it for us. And here we go. We're going to stop with the, start with the top five rundown. We're going to start with it. No, we're not stop with it. I'm not doing a vanilla ice where we start and then stop immediately. And then um, we collaborate. Yeah, then we cry, and then you listen. Um, yes. No, our top five rundown. We just picked five things that we really want to talk about. And the five things are the five biggest teams that have made free agency splashes. Uh, let's start. Let's start at the get-go. Let's start with the number one, numero uno, New York City, baby! Yeah! Brooklyn! Oh. Right. <laughs> Sorry, Stephen A. Smith. We're starting with the Brooklyn Nets. We're not starting with the other team in New York. Because the Brooklyn Nets, holy crap, they got KD, they got Kyrie, and they got DeAndre Jordan. Pretty remarkable. Now, here's my question. Does this make you ultimately forget that they were ever in New Jersey and start calling them Brooklyn Nets and not make that mistake of saying New Jersey? I mean, Brooklyn. Does that just stop all this now? Yes. Like, is that over? Like, now they are the Brooklyn Nets, period, because of all the things that they were able to, to do over the last 48 hours. A thousand percent. Yeah. Um, I still call them the San Diego Chargers. They'll be the San Diego Chargers forever. But the Brooklyn right. Nets. Until they land Kevin Durant in free agency, yeah. then they'll be mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. Los Angeles Chargers. Exactly. Right. Get rid of which Philip Rivers. Isn't, which isn't a couple of years Bring from now because he's locked in to Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. No, he got – I mean, he signed for four years. Kyrie signed for four years. They got DeAndre Jordan for four years. Both Kyrie uh, and KD took a, a little bit of a, a pay cut a so they could cut. get DeAndre for 40. Which is a little higher than I would have wanted, but well, especially um, when you have Jared Allen there to kind of right. be that that same guy. Exactly. So, but that's okay. That's okay. You know. Well, that's the thing from, is, no yeah, matter no matter here, those guys all are huge friends and just love mm-hmm. to be around each other. And DeAndre is a great guy in the locker room. So, you know what? If that's part of it, that's this whole thing with with Brooklyn has been about culture, and if right. he fits that culture. You pay the forty million for him. Well, and hopefully, you know, this is weird to think of him as a mentor, but maybe he can look after Jared Allen, and he can. Oh be yeah, kind of a like, yeah, you've you've got the the shot blocking, you've got the defensive prowess, but here's how to make an impact on offense in the pick and roll in the well, and really in in the lob offense. That's kind of what they're right. looking for. Absolutely. Um, so I honestly. No matter who you have on the floor, you're not going to be able to make a shot at the rim because you have Jared Allen, you have DeAndre Jordan, and Kevin Durant. When he's yeah. healthy, uh, he's a really good shot blocker. Uh, yeah, I can't. I don't. It's going to be a real long team. I don't get it. It's amazing. Well, the thing, the thing I'll say about all this, and it's really exciting and it's really fun. I think I texted you this right after the Clay Thompson injury. Mm. It reminds me of when my buddy Eric was eight years old and he went to Eric's birthday party. <laughs> And about 15 minutes into Eric's birthday party, he got sick and he had yep. to leave. Yep. You know, the magician that they had hired still came. Mm-hmm. He still did the magic show and it was still a blast. But it, like we didn't get to open presents that we brought for Eric when he was eight. So like this is really <laughs> exciting. It's really fun. Like I'm glad to be a part of it. But like 
there's still that like back of my mind like oh Durant's not a part of this next year right that's yeah. kind of sad like I would I want to see it right now so badly mm-hmm. but that's the only part of it that's kind of just like ah oh. no, keeps I'm me a little level set but I'm really excited about all of it yeah I I'm I'm with you there it, it it will be another year until we fully get to see what this team looks like and even if he does pull off some I don't know appear back in March like that they're still not going to be what they're going to be. Right. Um, and so I, I hope that that doesn't there, there will be a bump here. And yeah. that seems to happen just about every year when we do these quote unquote super teams, we see that bump and there are some teams that can push through it. And there are some teams that cannot, like we saw right. the heat push through that bump and, and they were a great team and you pulled all of those assets and talent together for the Celtics and they couldn't get through the bump. Um, and so I, it'll be interesting to see how it all goes when it, everybody's finally together. You and I were already talking, like even some of their young guys, I mean, sure they have all of these big names, but they still have Karis or Levert. They still have Spencer Dimwitty. They got Torian Prince, which is a fantastic get for them. I love it. And it's, and it's perfect for their MO. Get a guy who, you know, still a young talent and develop. And Atkinson's great at that. And I hope that they can keep doing that. Do you think. Next year, when we see we get to the summer of 2020, are they going to be the odds-on favorites to win the title? I would say a lot of that depends on the next team we discuss and kind of yeah. what happens over the next couple of days there. But they'll be in the discussion when Durant comes back, and I think a lot of that again will will depend on you know what we hear over the next 12 months mm-hmm. about Durant's Achilles, yeah. uh, what we hear about how he is progressing, and you know part of the reason about him coming back to Brooklyn is like that's his medical team, that's where they are, they're in yep. New York. And he'll mm-hmm. be around those providers the entire time, the entire year. And if I'm him, like, I just take the whole year off. Like, don't yeah. even try to push it to come back. Like, let's let's just take the year as, like, your gap year. Mm-hmm. And let's come back fully healthy so that we can get this whole thing rolling with all of these guys we just mentioned who are going to be fantastic role players around those two key guys and Kyrie and Durant. So, yeah, I would say I don't know. I don't have a good answer for you at this mm-hmm. point. But I would say there'll definitely be – High on the list. They'll be very high on the list. I'm excited for the Brooklyn Nets to be good. My little sister lives in Brooklyn, so maybe she can go to a couple games. Maybe I can go visit, and I can see a few games with her. That would be neat. That'd be cool because uh, uh, the Nets are actually going to be good. Unlike the team that I want to move to next, I don't think it's going to be very good. Uh, Our top five is about the teams that made the biggest impact or completely didn't. And uh, I want to move on to the LA Lakers because we're sitting here now. It's it's it is six o'clock Eastern time, July second, and the only new uh, acquisition the Lakers have is Anthony Davis. They had a lot of stuff walking out the door. They didn't have a lot of stuff walking in the door. Um, but Dan, do you do you think that's going to change here soon? You know, I feel like you sit tight. And wait when arguably the best player on the planet right now is in the discussion to come and join your franchise. And I just feel like Kawhi Leonard, everything that I've been listening to over the last couple of days, again, we're not reporters. We listen to a lot of the stuff and we kind of take it in the same way that everybody else does. But it just feels like he is going to end up in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, what do you think about that? Do you like, where do you feel like he lands? Do you feel like he lands with the Lakers in Los Angeles after all the stuff that started to come out? Well, what we know of Kawhi is nothing. 
it, he's yeah. an enigma. <laughs> no, it, nothing. It, yeah, exactly. It is. Yeah. I mean, he seems like a no nonsense guy, but then he he does a self referential joke of his own weird funny laugh. Um, he he seems like he just wants to be a world beater and he wants to be the best. But if you really think that, then you're probably staying with Greg Popovich and you're not forcing your way out. And so I, I don't know that he wants to join LeBron and all of the circus that is around that. But we also don't know that he doesn't care about that because right. he is an enigma. He is Pandora's box. We have no idea what is inside of it. Uh, and and I just, But we do know that he is a remarkable basketball player. Like, we don't know true. the other stuff. We know that right. when he is on the floor – even when he's not fully healthy, as you saw kind of in the finals, like mm-hmm. he is unmatched, right? Like the stuff that he does on the floor is unmatched. And if you put that with LeBron and Anthony Davis, now the, the piece of this that kind of scares me in all of it is Anthony Davis ends up being Chris Bosh mm-hmm. and all the stuff we've heard of from, I mean, Chris Bosh himself say that that transition to that role was really hard for him right and the thing i know about lebron is lebron wants to do things his way regardless of what he's trying to sell Kawhi right now regardless Mm -hmm. of what they've sold anthony davis is he wants to do things his way and he's seen another guard opposite him and he's seen a big that can stretch the floor and shoot work for him to win titles Mm. and i feel like that's what they're gonna build and that's what they're gonna do if they land Kawhi. and i think the thing that would make me nervous if i'm anthony davis is man am i really happy about being in the role that i'm going to be put in so i don't know it's just really interesting all the dynamics that could be playing out here over the next couple days right i think the only i guess my biggest issue with sitting and waiting is um you have the quote unquote i I don't know i saw a list it was like the top 62 free agents yeah and all but three of them are signed like the only ones that are unsigned right now i think of the top 30 were Kawhi, danny green Marcus Morris and DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah. And when you when you're the Lakers and you are trying to fill, I mean, they have some roster spots to fill, man. They sure do. They, uh and and the only signing, the only signing that they've done in the first 2 days of free agency is Troy Daniels. They signed yeah. Troy Daniels to a 1-year, 2 million dollar deal. That's it. Right. That scares me. Yeah. You know, but if you look down the list, and I did this yesterday, there are some some veteran guards and forwards out there that will probably be vet minimum guys. Mm-hmm. That I don't, I don't hear people, people talking about, yet, especially if they land Kawhi. Like I'm, I'm thinking like a Devin Harris, yeah. a Shelvin Mack, and then an Amir Johnson mm-hmm. all show up in L.A. Right. right, like those are the types of guys that like, even though they don't really have that connection to LeBron. I feel like those, and I feel like again, a name that's out there is Rondo. Like I think Rondo would step in and be a part of that squad as well. Right. But again, you. But I feel like that's a risk you take, and you wait on doing those things because at the end of that tunnel could potentially be Kawhi Leonard. Right. I mean, you you could. I mean, they could potentially still end up with, I don't know, guys like Jared Dudley or Jamal Crawford, right. who, yeah, are maybe on their last legs or maybe on their way out. Um, or even guys like Ronda Hollis Jefferson, who you know right. the 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 Nets have loaded up, and so now they don't really have that kind of room. And so, I I could see there being some room, but it just it you know if you are not guaranteed Kawhi, I'm going after another name. I'm going. I'm getting. I'm getting Seth Curry. 
you know, like not I'm, anymore, you're not right. Exactly. Well, exactly. Like that's what, right, but yeah. I mean, that's what I would think to do. Try and go get Gerald green. Cause at least you, you can, you can fill your roster because right now it's LeBron, Anthony Davis and Kyle Kuzma and Troy Daniels. And but he spreads the floor. It's scary. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's just, I don't know. I don't know what's going on in LA. And uh, on top of that, all of the other weird stuff with the front office. And I just, if I'm Kawhi, like, do I really want to step into that when there is a position like the Clippers who have a full roster and an established coach uh, or staying in Toronto, you know, where he can get the most out of it. He can do a one and one and then get the super duper max next year if he wants. So, yeah. But if I'm Kawhi, though, I know that I have the Lakers kind of in the corner. Mm-hmm. Like I... I can have a ton of things to negotiate outside of just the the contract itself. Right. Like, you know, a big part of this that I've read earlier today was negotiating that, hey, LeBron has his own medical team. I mm-hmm. want my own medical team if I come. Right. And if you're, if you're the Lakers, like, and you're trying to hit this home run, you say, like, yes, Kawhi, what else? Like, yes, Kawhi, what else? Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, we're quiet, we don't know him, but I feel like that's the kind of stuff that you start to throw into the contract that isn't the dollar figure, but the stuff that, on the back end that we don't know about. Yeah. That definitely puts them over the edge, but I don't know that like the Clippers are going to maybe acquiesce to those types of demands by him. So I don't know, maybe, I don't know, but I think I wait. The ultimate question was, do you wait? Mm. If I'm the Lakers, I sit tight. I wait and try to do my best to make that happen. I mean, I think that there's only three teams with the possibility left. I think it's the Raptors. I think it's the Lakers and and, and the Clippers. So uh, ultimately we'll find out. We'll see here soon. Uh, But I want to move on to a, a team that, actually kind of like it got a little interesting they lost yeah. to an asset or two but mm, i think they got kind of good let's uh, talk about the do. philadelphia 76ers chuck you sound really excited tell me all the thoughts and feelings you're having about what happened with them over the last couple of days well i'm irrational about josh richardson let's start there there's like a list of guys that you know you just fall in love with and one of mine is josh richardson and so landing him uh, in place of getting rid of the let's say controversial Jimmy Butler, I think was solid. Uh, I think that in a room with so many personalities, Joel Embiid wants to control everything. You have Ben Simmons. Who's like in another planet. And I I just feel like a guy like Jimmy Butler is just never going to fit. So I was excited that not only did they get rid of him, they got an asset back that I really like. Um, On top of that, dude, what, how is anybody going to be able to do anything uh, with uh, Joel Embiid and Al Horford on the floor, on either side, on either well, side of the floor. How about Al Horford will finally get to play power forward? Right. Which is what his actual position is. It's crazy. I can't believe it's nuts. it. Like, th- first off, the the fact that they uh, really still don't have any shooting is a little scary. But um, if anybody can help move the floor as a big guy, it's Al Horford. Right. Um, and, and he can command and oh, man, who knows what Joel Embiid will add. If he can actually be consistent from shooting outside of, you know, four feet away. Um, if he can keep that consistency up, holy crap, Jimmy, like, I, I just, Ben Simmons is going to have so much room to actually do what Ben Simmons can do, which right. is pass off the ball and make drives to the hoop that are successful. Uh, I think he needs to be a little bit more aggressive, get a little, get to the line a little bit more, but dang it, man, you have Tobias Harris as, as the fourth option. 
I think that I think they're super good. I think they might be the best team in the East. If Kawhi leaves, I think they're the best team in the East. So here are my here are my questions for you. The first one being, does Ben Simmons come back next year with the ability to shoot it from at least fifteen feet? In your opinion, yes, I think so too. Right. I think there's a part of him that here's all this noise about like you can't be successful if you don't shoot i Mm -hmm. think he kind of does the like well if you'd say i can't be successful i'm just gonna be successful and not shoot it to prove a point right because everything we hear is like oh he shoots in practice all the time Mm -hmm. like he does it all the time so i think he comes back next year with the the ability to at least do it every once in a while second question is do you feel like the 76ers had to make the harris contract work because of the assets they gave up early this year to get him um, I think that they overpaid for Tobias Harris. I, I wouldn't have paid him that much, but in place of Butler and needing that other option, I don't think you can give that asset up. Yeah. Uh, and so to lock him down for five years, uh, I, I think that they did what was best, but I think they were forced to overpay. You know yeah. what I mean? They just didn't have a choice. Like they had to, yeah. they had to go all in there. Well, I think um, in this situation, I would rather have Tobias Harris over Jimmy Butler. Not as a basketball player, but just as a human being yep. in the locker room in the facility. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I think they did great. I'm super into the Horford signing for them. They took away the guy that guards Joel Embiid the best mm-hmm. and put him on the same team. Instead of like, hey, go West. Like, no, 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 just come and be on the team with us. So exactly. I love it. I love Al Horford. I love all the things he brings to the table. And I'm excited about what the Sixers can be next year. Yeah, moving right along with uh, team same division, a uh, little bit less excitement. Let's talk about the New York Knicks. Um, first off, they lowballed KD. So are reports, right? Because they were afraid of his injury, and then they didn't get anybody. And by anybody, I mean yeah, they got like four power forwards. Uh, they, I don't think they got enough power forwards. They got no. Seriously, this is a real list of players that they got. They signed Henry Ellison, Julius Randall for three years, sixty-three. Holy crap! Bobby Portis and Taj Gibson. What are they doing? What are they doing? All right, are you ready? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Take. Let's hear it. I don't hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I I hate. <laughs> I hate the hey Kevin Durant. We were afraid that we didn't we didn't want to offer you the max because we're afraid. Now, in their defense, they've been burned in the past by yeah. giving guys full money where the guy had an injury history and it just didn't pan out. Amari Stoudemire being the most notable. But if they are going to stick to what they have done, I understand that they cleared the cap space. They trade Porzingis, which is you know again another guy that's has injury history so like you look at those things just right in front of you and say they are crazy you know they they cleared the space to add two guys in the hopes that it'd be Kyrie and and Durant didn't happen so like let's take a look at what we do now instead of just go out and overpay for a bunch for just two guys like do we go get Tobias Harris and Boogie Cousins and just pay them and we we're okay with that they hang tight with a younger guy in, in Randall who's coming off his best season as a pro true and you continue to build through the draft, which is mm-hmm. what their plan had been. Now, did they miss on Noah Kina? Yeah, they did. Yep. Do we know about um, Do we know about Kevin Knox yet? 
No, but he's going to be in his second year. Mm-hmm. Did they get a steal in Mitchell Robinson in the second round? Yeah, yeah. If that guy goes to Western Kentucky for a year, he's probably a top 15 pick. Mm-hmm. Did they get a guy in Alonzo Trier who could potentially be a really serviceable NBA player? Yeah. Yeah, I was about They're to building him up. through yeah. these guys. Like, this is who they're building through. I mean, do I think Dennis Smith Jr. is a guy who lights it on fire? No. But, like, they have these young core group of guys. And then on top of that, you throw in R.J. Barrett, who I am of the opinion is going to be, if not better than Zion, right there with him as far as an NBA player over the next 15 years. And I, again, could be wrong about that, but I, I like that they didn't necessarily panic and say, we have to just throw these two max spaces at somebody mm-hmm. and fill it with too many power forwards. I would, I would have liked to have them spread that out over a couple positions. However, yeah. <laughs> like they didn't panic. They say, hey, we didn't get these guys. Now, the panic may have been we didn't get Durant, so let's go have a press conference and say, hey, we didn't really like him anyway mm-hmm. at this at this money. But, again, I don't hate it. They're yeah. actually sticking to a plan for the first time in forever. Right. So I know, like, Stephen A. Smith is losing his mind. Like, just can you give it a minute? I know mm-hmm. that they've been waiting for 20 years for it, but can you just give it a minute? Yeah, I, I think – so the funny thing is, is they're kind of on the other side of what the Brooklyn Nets did. Which right. was, you know what, let's build from young potential um, right. and and fill the salary cap. And and they are going to be, I mean, they're going to be playing Frankie Smokes. They're going to be playing Dennis Smith Jr. and Mitchell Robinson and Kevin Knox and, and Alonzo Trier and R.J. Barrett. Like, those are the guys that are getting minutes. And then, you know, the bigger contracts that I did mention, you know, on top of the, all the power forwards, Wayne Ellington, Reggie Bullock, and uh, Alfred Payton. All of those guys, except for Julius Randle, all of those other guys, they have, there's a club option for 2020. Right. So they can shed salary cap quickly if right. they want to. Right. So I, they're not completely, you know, handcuffed. But this this year is, I mean, it really is just a, a development year, and it's and it's a wash. Yeah. Um, but I I think it could lead to better things in the future. It's just as far as the expectations go, you know, in March, everyone's like, we're going to get Kyrie. We're going to get we're going to get Katie and we're going to have Zion. and we're going to and we're going to or or we're going to trade and get Anthony Davis. Yeah. Those will be our three guys. Those those were the and, and those aren't that's not what panned out. And so, no, I think that they I think they did best with what they could um, after well, they, striking out with the, the big guys. They struck out with the big guys and then they just like they didn't panic and do the like well shoot we didn't get that so let's go offer tobias harris let's go get jimmy butler let's go like and just throw a bunch of money at guys that you know we're gonna try to build this thing and and, yeah the hardest part about all of this is jimmy dolan is still a crazy person exactly makes things very difficult for the entire organization Mm -hmm. but i don't hate it yeah i'm with you don't hate it i don't hate it um we're going to see what happens with them. We're also going to see what happens with uh, my team, which now might be Dover's second favorite team. That's Dover, right. Dover, because D'Angelo Russell, he's playing for the Warriors. Go yeah, let's go Bucks. What are you going to do? You're going to have to root for a Buckeye who's playing for the Warriors. I don't think I can do that. <laughs> Dover does not like the Warriors. I don't know why. Well, I can't. Here's the thing with them: like, I can't hate them anymore, right? True. Like, True. which I'm okay with. Like, I don't have to hate them anymore. 
mm-hmm. because I don't have to feel like they are so above and beyond everybody else that it's not even fun to watch basketball. Right. Like that's the thing coming into next season. I'm so excited about is like, yes, the season was interesting and fun and the Raptors came out on top, but like it wasn't as fun because if those guys don't get hurt and Katie and clay, like they're hoisting the trophy again. And now we go into a next season where it's like, Hey, this is actually kind of interesting for the first time in a very long time, which right. makes me excited. And it's you know, not, I want to watch Steph and actually watch him play and not get mad about it. So, mm-hmm. um, I like the addition of D'Angelo Russell. You as a as a real Warriors fan, tell me your feelings about all the transition that's taking place. So I'm I I was ready for KD to leave. Like I was prepared for that to happen. Um, so I wasn't taken aback. I wasn't surprised. I wasn't, uh, befuddled. I I knew I pretty much everybody knew he was going to leave and I'm okay with that. Here's what got me excited. First off, they get D'Angelo Russell, who is 23, who showed promise and and made an all-star team last year in the East. Um, so this could be the quote unquote reloading. I, like one of the sign signings that they just made today, which is really Willie Colley Stein. I, I love that, that for Colley them. Stein is super fun. Um, I love that for them. I think he's a great, I think put him next to Draymond and you just have uh, just all attitude. And I think that's going to be wonderful. Um, I was a huge fan. Dover can attest to this. I freaked out when I saw Jordan Poole go there, when he got uh, drafted late in the first round, I am a big swaggy pool fan. So there you go. I'm not a, it, it now you, you also have a university of Michigan guy and a university or Ohio state university. They're going to be playing in the same backcourt. Dover is so conflicted. He doesn't know what his feelings are. Um, and I, I'm a huge fan. I, It's definitely going to be different. It's definitely not walking in going, we're going to win 70 games and be first in offense and defense. You know, they're going to have to struggle through it, uh, especially with Clay out for however long he will be out. But Well, hold on. About Clay. Do you remember when Adrian Peterson tore his ACL and was just like back like in a month? Yeah. That's a real thing. I think Clay Thompson would just be like, hey, guys, I'm ready for game one. Don't quote me on it i'm not a doctor i work with right. some and i actually have not had this conversation with any of them but just adrian peterson was just like yeah my knee my knee's fine i'm gonna play i, remember I really that. think clay thompson will just be like yeah four months later i'm ready let's let's go ahead and start the season let's play and that gets me excited now again mm-hmm. i don't know if that's gonna happen but i just think that's a potential and i think between curry russell and clay like those three on the floor at the same time with draymond and collie stein like oh yeah that's a pretty good lineup to throw out there at once well and there's a non-zero chance that maybe boogie comes back i mean right i don't know that i would want him to but they i mean they have kevon looney who who re-signed for three years for 15 million i don't know uh kevon looney needs to fire his agent no because kidding. he could have gotten three for 40 easy easy uh, i don't i don't know what happened there but i'm glad he's staying like i'm cool with it but well, I'm, he, I'm guessing it was one of those where it was hometown discount. Like, I don't really care about the money as much as, like, this is the place where I've achieved and excelled. Right. I think I'm going to stay and be a part of what we're going to continue to do here. Right. If if I can play for the Warriors and Steve Kerr, I'm going to do that. And, and Steve Kerr seems excited about this year. So, um, yeah. you know, it's it's going to be more interesting than it has been in the past, which I think will make it more fun. So, um, yeah. No, I think it's going to be good. I, I have – I have I, I'm looking positive right now. I'm looking positive. 
if they were in the East, I'd be like, oh yeah, top four, no problem. Easy. Just the West is just yeah, it's really stacked. Well, so well, they'll be they'll who, be great though. Who knows what's gonna happen with the Rockets? True, because um, they hate each other apparently. Uh, yeah. The Lakers are a big question mark until we know where Kawhi is going or who else they signed to fill up their their roster. And we're going to get to a few more teams yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as, as we move on down here. We actually we decided to pick four more teams that we were going to talk about, and they're all in the West. So uh, we'll do that here in a moment. But one of the things that we always like to do is we have a little club. And in, 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 in our club, it's a, it's a nightclub. I'd say it's a nightclub. Yeah. Uh, you, like an we, early nightclub. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's 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 a nightclub, but it's like, you know, in the evening. It's like 7 p.m. Um, right. But still, to get in, we got to check some ID. So we want to talk about some younger guys. We got to see their ID first. Um, I got news. We're going to be letting some of them in regardless. This little club of who gets talked about here on Hackachat. Yeah, that's right. We're, we're letting in some underage folks. And that's what's going to happen because we're talking about the Summer League. One of our favorite things. I love the summer league. If you don't love the summer league, then you don't love basketball because it's so weird and amazing. I, I, I get to watch Jordan cyber every year and I love it. Um, I wanted to talk about a couple guys who I've had my eye on now, the Utah summer league and the California summer league. There's four teams in each. Um, they've already started. They're only like three days. And then there's the extended one in Vegas. That's from July 5th to J- July 15th. So wanted to hit on a couple guys that I've already had my eye on. And then, Dan, I'll offer you, uh, up some of your thoughts on some of the guys for Vegas. So, I'll cool. start in Utah. Dude, Dan, we were already excited about this dude. Dylan Wild, Windler, Dylan Windler, again. Yes. Just learned his name because he went to Belmont. Didn't know a lot of whole about him. So, we're looking at Dylan Windler. He can shoot. He can actually, like, cut through the lane without having the ball. Uh, I had a friend who was like, I've never seen somebody like this play for the Cavs. And I was like, well, you had JR. And he's like, JR didn't move when he didn't have the ball. I was like, okay, fair enough. Good point. Good point. Uh, this guy looks fun. So in the first round of the NCAA tournament, he was a blast. I don't know if mm-hmm. you caught that game, but he was an absolute blast and had a shot at the buzzer. It just yeah. didn't go down and they were out in the first round. But like, I think had he played throughout the entire NCAA tournament and had another upset win, like, I think we all would have been talking about him a little bit more because, um, you know, not a lot of people are watching regular season Belmont basketball, even though <laughs> I think that is a, you know, a tragedy. There we should be all more. should be. Where is all the Belmont basketball at ESPN? Right. Um, but like I had texted you after the draft when they took him, I said, Dylan Windler equals Joe Ingles. Yeah. I'm, I think I'm there's more you. flair. There's more flair to him um than Joe Ingles. And I think there's more uh, athletic ability there. And I think you said there's more of the like, moving and cutting and spacing and but like he just understands how to play the game there's mm-hmm. a little edge to him um and he's a lefty right yep. and he's a white guy so you have to do a white guy comparison <laughs> to another white guy exactly who is also a lefty but he has red hair perfect so like that's a little different uh but no, i'm excited about him when yeah. the Cavs took him i was like oh man i actually kind of like this because mm-hmm. i loved watching him in the ncaa tournament for the one game that i got to see so uh yeah he'll be a fun he'll be a fun guy i'm but, with you yeah he had wait, 19 you're 19, wait, six and three shot 57% uh, in his first game against the Spurs. So, um, but like get to the real okay. stuff. Yeah. Get to like, like that's a fun one, but like get to like the, the big one. Yeah. No, no. Okay. Well, I'm, I want to, I want to make sure I hit all of the, I want to, you know, equal opportunity summer league, uh, California summer league. It's only got four teams in it, but uh, Jacob Evans, I really liked the Jacob Evans pick. He, he's a guard at a, the university of Cincinnati. 
Um, the Warriors took him uh, last year, and he didn't get a lot of run. And now with with Clay out and a lot of the depth being questionable for the for the Warriors, I think this guy could get 14 to 20 minutes if he really turns into something good here. I mean, uh, I, I really like Jacob. Uh, excuse me. I really like Jacob Evans. Um, it's check, technically Jacob Evans the third. He's a third. So that's He's fun. a third. Um, he's a fun wing. He needs to get more consistent from three. He shot about 38% in the G league, which is solid in the G league. But if you, if you want NBA numbers, you got to be shooting 44 in the G league. So, uh, he'll get up there. He's a smaller guy. Uh, he's quick. Um, I think he, he, he's a universe. He is a true bear cat. So like he is tenacious, uh, and a little angry at times. And I kind of love that, uh, especially on the Warriors. So, um, Jacob Evans, keep your eye out for Jacob Evans in the California league. And he'll continue to play with the Warriors, uh, in the Vegas summer league as well. So, yeah. Uh, All right, cool, man. Like get to like, get, yeah, get to like the big one. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, Vegas, Vegas summer league. Um, here's somebody who I talked about a lot, uh, in the off season last year with you specifically, I, I, I was like, Hey, let's keep a eye on Jalen Adams. He's a guard out of St. Bonaventure. Uh, he had really fun. He, he was another guy, one NCAA game. But he he captures. I mean, he his team won thirty games. Uh, Saint Bonaventure did. Uh, he was solid. I think that he could be a decent, you know, depth guard for the Atlanta Hawks. And the Atlanta Hawks look like they're going to be a fun team. Uh, a lot of young talent. A lot of guys developing still. And I think Jalen Adams could be part of that. He was uh, on a two way deal last year. Played a lot. I mean, almost exclusively in the G League. So who who knows? I think we'll see a step out of him. That's why I'm going to keep my eye on him in the Vegas league. Hopefully he takes a step forward and, and we really see uh, a lot more out of Jalen Adams. So keep that on your radar as well. So yeah, that's the Utah. That's it, right? That's that was, we checked all the boxes. We're good. Yeah. Utah, California, Vegas. I mean, is there anybody, is there any player at all that you want to see in, in Chuck, how are we doing the first rebirth of young guy check-in yeah. and not talking about the most exciting young guy to come into the club since probably LeBron James, and that's Zion Williamson. Come on, oh, man. Zion, how, right. how did we just go all the way through the young guy check-in and not talk about the most exciting young guy yeah, that's in a fair. very long time? Would no, we... that's the guy. That's the guy I'm here to watch. Like, it's probably the most anticipated summer league game in the history of the summer league since they started televising this thing. That's fair. It'll that's be fair. I guarantee you being so close to, to LA, I bet you'll have pretty famous people coming out, making sure they mm-hmm. have a ticket. It will be incredible. Not only that, but you have RJ Barrett on the other side in that first game between the two of them. So oh, yeah. I just think it's going to be nuts, but that's the guy, man. That's the young guy <laughs> check-in. Like that's who we're coming to see. I'm excited about getting him on the floor for the first time. And man, talk about pressure. Mm-hmm. Like if that dude doesn't do something incredible in his first appearance, it is going to be very, very, very interesting the following days, but I think he no, will. I I'm excited to catch. I'm excited to watch what he does. I think he has a, he's been put in a great situation in, in new Orleans with all the things that they've done. So I'm mm-hmm. excited. He's the one we're checking it on. Zion is the one we're here to check it on. Okay. So really just Zion. when, when I created that little tab on the Google doc, I, I put the question for Vegas, who are we looking at? And I put Jalen Adams and you were just like, Zion, we're looking at Zion. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing? I'm like, Oh, right. don't make this complicated, man. Like that's, that's what we're doing here. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I want to talk about New Orleans a little bit more, as well as a couple other teams that we we think made a splash, but not 
the big headlights. So uh, we we we've got we've got a discussion. We'd like to elongate and uh, make it a little longer. So let's keep talking. I always love when we can throw in Kid Runner. Kid Runner, all the music that we have on here, they're spectacular. Go check out Kid Runner. Um, Dan, man, Such let's a professional. Oh, yeah, I do what I can. Um, <laughs> Dan, we have four other teams that we want to hit on. We're not going to spend nearly as much time as we did no. the first five, but no. they made splashes. They made some differences. Dan, what are you seeing out of the New Orleans Pelicans that you like? Well, we were just talking about Zion, and I think yep. adding guys like JJ Redick, Derek Favors, and then all of the Lakers' assets to them this offseason man mm-hmm. like just a great collection of stuff that david griffin has been able to pull down in the short time that he's been there you know getting zion getting a guy like jj reddick who can really you know be a veteran spread the floor but also mm-hmm. kind of like be just in the locker room and, and bring those guys along to go along with a guy like Derek favors who can like who can move zion over to that natural position of four for yeah. him and like it's just going to be a good spot i think i'm really excited about what they put together and kind of what they're going to do and like we we like the joke about like hey who's your favorite league pass team like man they're going to be ones they're going to be on all the time yeah. just for those those little additions that they made so excited about the pelicans Lonzo and Zion on the floor together. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And I think Derek favors is like a low key solid. I like that. They took a chance on uh, the, the guy from Spain, uh, Nicola Melli. So, Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Since they lost, they lost Nikola Miritich. Nikola Miritich is like, you know what? I'll go play Barcelona. That's so upsetting. He was good. I, I know. And he probably would have made a good amount of money in this most recent free agent set of things that happened, but decided, Hey, I want to go be in Spain. So good for right. him. Yeah, I'm I'm disappointed for not just the Pelicans, but for the league that we're uh, getting rid of. Uh, well, who I like to call uh, Nikola Marodic, but oh yes, here we are. Another team in the West. Uh, they're they're knocking on the door a little bit higher than the the Pelicans. Not quite. They're looking at playoff contention, or or they have young guys that are getting better. Man, Utah is gonna take a big step forward. Talk about talk to us about Utah, Dan. Well, we all, we often talk about like NBA adults, yeah. and they went and got a bunch of NBA adults You're to go right play with did. Donovan Mitchell. Like, I love going mm-hmm. to get Mike Conley, I mm-hmm. love going to get Boyan Bogdanovich, and I love getting Ed Davis oh, to yeah. switch out those minutes for Derek Favors. Um, man, like I just I think that bringing in those guys, especially the top two and Conley and Boyan it takes some of that pressure off of Donovan Mitchell. Like we had seen over the last couple of years for him in big moments where it's like, Hey, we really only have him to create shots. So good luck. Yeah. I think putting him with a guy like Conley instead of a guy like Rubio who can see the force similarly to what the Rubio does, but also does so much more than Rubio. And you actually have to guard him from three. Mm-hmm. Um, and a guy like Boyan at six, eight, who's now that like quintessential stretch four who can go get his own. And then also at the other end can go guard. Um, Man, like he and Joe Ingles together, I'm just really excited about. So lots of tall white dudes that can shoot the ball. I like that. I think it's going to be fun. So uh, yeah, I think they did some great stuff. What do you think? Um, I I'm huge on Bojan. Um, I love that there's two Bogdanoviches, one Bojan and one Bogdan, and that's just a lot of fun for me in general. I think they went and got the good one. Uh, Bojan yes. Bogdanovich, I mean, was really the reason why the Pacers stayed afloat last year after Oladipo went down. Totally. Uh, I think he's a very underrated piece. Um, I think we could see a, a big step out of him. And I love Mike Conley. I mean, Me too. again, another Ohio State guy. I'm, I'm, totally. I'll, I'll be a fan. I'll be watching Utah. So um, what do you think? Should we stay in the West? 
Oh, of course. Of course we should stay in the West. What did anybody in the East do that was fun? Let's let's go over to uh let's go to California. Let's go to Sacramento. Dan, you you liked a few moves from the Sacramento Kings. What are we looking at here? I did. And bringing back Harrison Barnes, going to get Trevor Reza, another NBA adult, and then getting a point guard to go behind De'Aaron Fox and Corey Joseph. Like mm-hmm. we have talked about Corey Joseph in the past on this podcast yep. as just a guy you can put in. He's going to steal those those 15 to 22 minutes, and he's going to be solid. He's going to play defense, and he's going to be a guy that will help bring along De'Aaron Fox as he continues to evolve as the guy that he is. So mm-hmm. um, I think had we not had some of the injuries down the stretch that the Kings had, they may have gotten their first taste of NBA playoff action with yeah. that crew. Um so I'm just excited about bringing more guys into the fold and seeing them take the next step. I yep. think that like they won't have the same pressure on them that like Utah has because everyone is now like the sexy fun pick in the West is like, well, hey, Utah did a lot, but I think they're not going to have that pressure on them. And I think because of not having that major pressure, they're going to take a step forward because of those three pieces that they added. So yep. I think it's great. I think it's really good. And I'm really excited about those three little pieces that they added that were kind of under the radar moves, but I like the under the radar moves they made. Oh, I'm with you. Um, I'm a big fan of Kyle Guy. Um, and yeah. I want to see Kyle Guy play in the NBA. <laughs> what a guy. Um, and I'm also a big fan of rap battles. And so hopefully Dame and Marvin will keep that going. Yes. Um, speaking of Dame and Marvin. Hey, let's, segue. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they don't call us professionals for no reason. Uh, we're at all. Um, I want to talk about the Portland Trailblazers. Um, and here's why. They locked down Damian Lillard. And that is so underrated and it's so important. Dame Lillard had the opportunity to go to any situation he wanted and do whatever. And they locked him down. They're like, we're not letting our greatest asset that we've had since, I mean, since they drafted Greg Oden, uh, they're not letting it go. And I think that that was really, really smart. Uh, Five years, 196, who cares? Pay him whatever he wants. And not only that, they did a couple of moves where, you know, maybe get some guys who were in the wrong wrong situation, bring them over. Hassan Watts, Whiteside, so they could actually get some uh, rim protection. Who knows what's going to happen with Yusuf Nurkic. So I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of uh, bringing in a guy to take care of the paint. As well as Mario Hazonia, who's never really kind of hit a situation. We we were both kind of Mario Hazonia guys, and the magic in the Knicks. I got news that you're not writing home about how those are the quintessential situations. I mean, they turned Seth Curry into a guy who got a four year deal. Maybe they can do the same thing with Mario Hazonia. Who knows? So um, I also really like Nazir Little. Just as a side, I I think that was a solid draft pick. So. I don't know. I think I think Portland made some moves to to keep moving forward. Maybe it's a maybe it's smaller steps, but steps nonetheless. And I I really like what Portland's doing. All right, I completely agree. I'm a little worried about Whiteside, uh, mm-hmm. just because I feel like if Boogie Cousins didn't exist, we'd talk a lot more about Hassan Whiteside. Uh, but I like <laughs> locking down Dame. Uh, I think bringing in uh, Mister Little in the draft is going to be great, and mm-hmm. then. We all know how much I love Mar- Mario Hazonia, and yep. I think getting him in like a real basketball situation, mm-hmm. I hope is fantastic for him. So I'm just excited about that more than anything is Mario Hazonia being with like a real NBA franchise and not the Orlando Magic and the New York Knicks. So yeah, I'm excited about that. I'm with you, man. Uh, speaking of locking down guys that we really, really love, I think it's time for one of our favorite segments. Dan, what time is it? Oh, it's time for your favorite segment, my favorite segment, everybody's favorite segment. Keeping up with Chris Stapps. Dan, what is Chris Stapps up to? Well, 
now down in Dallas yeah. with, I'm going to guess, maybe his best friend now in Luca. Right. So they've just got to be best buds, hanging out with Dirk, doing so. cool Dallas stuff. And you know what? Now he's going to be able to do whatever he wants in Dallas all the time because he just got the five-year, $158 million contract Zoom. signed up over the weekend. So. Woo. So excited for him. So excited to see him in the Mavericks uh, system next season under Rick Carlisle. Uh, just hoping that he stays healthy, hoping that we can see this whole thing unfold uh, down there with that squad. So one of our favorite things to do is keep up with Chris Stapps, and we've kept up with him. So keeping up with Chris Stapps, light it up. He Back posted, to you, Chuck. He posted a couple photos uh, uh, about a week ago of him working out like freaking Ivan Drago. So i'm in <laughs> just Let's just in like like advanced technology just like shoving punches and like shooting basketballs like why is that basketball glowing it's like because that's what the future looks like Don't so worry that's about what it. he's doing he's a unicorn let him live <laughs> we've made it to the uh end of our show we like to play a couple games before we head out the first one that we're gonna do uh we haven't done a little trivia in a while what do you have for us dover we're gonna play a little 20 questions. Oh, this is terrifying. Oh. Okay. So Dan and I will be working together. We have 20 questions to figure out uh, a, a mystery person that Dover has decided, whether they be in the NBA, related to the NBA, or what have you. Yeah, we just I just wanted to take trivia easy for take the it first easy. episode so back. First, yeah, all right. I like it. I like it. Um, Dan, do you want to hit us with our first question? Is it Tony Parker? <laughs> Sadly, no. Dang it. Dang it. All right. Uh, I want to come off the top rope with the first one. That would have been amazing. That would have been spectacular. All right. So um, is this a player? Yes. Okay. Is this an active player? Yes. All right. We have an active player. That's fun. Um, Does this active player play in the East? Yes. All right. Uh, did, did this player... Um, have they played more than five seasons in the NBA? Um, yes. Five exactly. Oh. <laughs> Efforting. Right. Had, to, had to think about that's, that. I was like, more than five. No, no, no. Five. Going to be honest, that's really, really helpful. Um, were they drafted in the 2014 draft? This is taking a minute. Sorry, sorry That's about okay. this. Sorry. Right. Technical difficulties. Yes. Like research. Okay, so they were taken and and they play in the East. Now. Now. Yes. Ooh, were they drafted by a team? Now. Oh, how about this? Uh, is this active player? Uh, are they currently on the roster of the team that drafted them? No. <sighs> All right. That's six. We've got so, we've got some room to work. Now this is the Andrew Wiggins draft. Um, so it's like Wiggins, Parker, uh, Joel Embiid, Aaron Gordon, those guys. Um, I mean, we can go top rope with this bad boy and, and just start throwing names out. Uh, you ready? This, uh, th- how about this? Uh, Dover, this is a personal question that I'm going to ask you. Um, outside not, of the 20 questions. Outside of the 20 questions. Oh, uh, okay. Do, do you know where this person went to college? Um, yes, I'm looking Okay, at good. It. Thank God. All right. Uh, did this person play in the ACC? No. Okay. Oh, that is not who I was thinking. I know. Of all of those guys. Either. This person played in the Big Ten? No. This person played in the SEC? Yes. Okay, we're in the SEC. Yes. So probably Kentucky. Uh, oh, I think I know who it is. 
Do is, it. Is this person a power forward? I believe so, yes. Uh, is this person, did this person, did this person play for the University of Kentucky? You already asked that and I said yes. Did I? Uh, I said SEC, not Kentucky. Uh, You're you not keeping what? track. Yeah, you did. Is Good it job. Julius Randle? It is Julius Randle. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go. Julius Randle. Scandal for Randle. That was the year that like it was supposed to be the super lit draft and everybody oh, was coming yeah. up with different like, you know, the when Andrew sorry Luck was going to be the number one guy. Yeah. They were doing the suck for luck. It was like Riggin for Wiggins, play sorry for Jabari, uh, create a scandal for Randle. It was all this stuff. It was it was all Jalen Rose. It was only Jalen Rose was coming. It was he loved it. But like that draft, like as we look back, like that was also the Joel Embiid draft. Like Mm -hmm. man, that was supposed to be like the draft that kind of ushered in the new era of the NBA. Look, I don't necessarily think that that's happened. Look, I got news for you. Nikola Jokic was in that draft. (laughs) There you are, and uh, TJ Warren's actually playing for a real basketball team now. So. Which I'm really excited about. Yeah, also I another think... low key team that I love what they did. Oh, I'm, I'm with you, go Pacers! Uh, let's move on to our final game. If it hits, I'm a genius. Uh, this is where we come up with bold predictions that uh, uh, if it hits, then we're clearly smarter than everybody else because we were able to predict these incredibly outlandish things. Both, uh, are, I'm sorry, all of the bold predictions must be um, um, uh, approved by the other two members of the podcast. So. Uh, Dan, do you want to go first with your prediction? Sure, I'll light it up. Uh, Right off the top rope, Kawhi Leonard signs with the Los Angeles Lakers on July 4th at exactly 9.52 a.m. That's very specific. (laughs) Was that the exact time that we found out that KD uh, got drafted? It was really close. It was 4th of July. It was 4th of July and it was earlier in the day, but I don't remember the exact time. So I was like, I know it was early enough in the day that this could have been the time. So that's why I chose that date that time charlie you were in the middle of a parade yeah if, if you know you. anything about columbus sports and you know anything about a big green bug well and i if was you know anything uh, about parades yeah if you know anything about parades uh i was um enacting a grin a green a big green bug at the time and <laughs> while i'm doing this people are yelling at me katie's going to the warriors and i'm like freaking out and i'm not allowed to talk it was uh horrendous um Chuck, I'm, light us I'm, up, man. What do you got? All right. I think that Carmelo announces that he's retiring. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Whoa. I think he's done. I think he's all set. Um, I think he might go uh Marbury and get like eleven million dollars from some team in China <laughs> and just go sell a bunch of shoes. I mean, seriously, Stefan Marbury went over to China not just because he made a ton of cash, but because he sold 80 he sold 80 million shoes seriously um i think that he could do that i think i what think is, what's that in yen uh i don't know that's japanese <laughs> <laughs> i don't know come Crazy. on dan <laughs> who needs to who needs to um yeah so i think i think we find out carmelo retires is that is that one good for you i like it i'll take it all right uh dover what do we got well um doing some research on free agency i don't think Boogie Cousins is is going to get signed or picked up until at least late September, early October. Wow! Yeah. Wow! So somebody's gonna coming gonna out have, hot. We're gonna have a horrendous uh, injury in training camp, and they're like, "Look, Boogie's still available. Yeah. We need a yeah. center. No one wants him." Can I be honest? What a fall from grace this is. I feel like, so bad for him. Boogie. I mean, 
when he was playing with the Pelicans before he got injured, he was going to make a hundred million dollars. Easy. I don't easily. This is insane. Well, and then How he do does people like, not want him. He does the move where he's like, "Oh, check out this chess play." Y'all are playing checkers, and he goes to the Warriors, and it just like didn't quite right. work because he out. didn't. They they didn't quite fit together right and if right. like i think everyone's looking at well if you can't fit with the warriors then what are you gonna do well, he's like, also well, not healthy he's yeah, also just not healthy yeah which i makes me really sad and who knows what's going on inside that uh big brain of his i don't know big old brain <sighs> we'll see i like it i'm i'm here with we're we'll, we'll have to keep our eye on that for a few months yeah that, that's a, a long term it. one so yeah, um, I think that's Dover all for... coming out hot in the first one, which I love. Yeah, oh, Dover yeah. coming out just completely hot. In here the to first stay. One. I'm I'm a huge fan. Yeah. Uh, if you like, if you want to tell us uh, all of your thoughts about our free agency thoughts, you can do so at hackachatcast at gmail You can find us on Twitter hack underscore uh underscore chat. Uh, find us all of those cool things. Um, we're on. Share it with your friends. Give us some ratings and reviews on iTunes and. We're gonna work on Spotify soon. That's 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 in the purview. So if you can't find us there, don't worry. It's it's coming. Um, whoa, wait, whoa, whoa! All that jazz. So and then yeah, I think we're we're all set. Dude, no, no, Chuck. Yeah, hold on. We we didn't talk about Latrell's prewell. Um, I wanted to be able to break down kind of what happened to him, right. how he went from Golden State Warriors and kind of everything that's happened throughout his NBA career. Like we've got time for that, right? Uh, look, Dan, I'll level with you. Um, Dover and I have tickets to go see Spider Man, and the movie starts in twenty five minutes. And you, we they are show those movies 15 for minutes months. away. Yeah, the, yeah, but we need to see it on the first day because, and I, I can't understate this enough, we are nerds. We so need next, to go see it. Next, next time? Yeah, yeah, all right. We'll, we'll put it in for next time. What are we going to talk about? The Summer League? Like, we have a lot to talk about there. Perfect time to talk uh, about the trails. Yeah, yeah. Well. That'll be Boats. perfect. That'll be perfect. Let's do that. So, next week it is. Thank you very much, guys, for tuning in. We appreciate you. Just remember to uh, travel safe. Be good to one another and ball out.